Hello, and welcome to The War Report. I am your host, Cyrus, joined by Quan. This is a show where we talk about NXT and AEW. Um, I Last week, we were just like, you know, yeah, you know, uh, stuff has been slow. Stuff has been really normal or, you know. I, I just want to start the show by saying that a lot of the stuff going on in wrestling outside of the shows or like, you know, stuff that we're going to talk about, like in the trenches is really just like some bullshit. Like, dog, I hate that. You remember when wrestling news used to be fucking interesting? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, what kind of hurt it. I think Twitter kind of hurt it too i think kind of the rise of social media and the wrestlers this generation of wrestlers really integrating social media into their characters more and mm-hmm. kind of looking for more interactions as compared to you know the other generations they're gonna call stuff like this i think um i know we can we could play we could blame this on uh aew but uh the nxt kids they do that I, I call people kids that are like below 25 but like <laughs> the eight nxt kids they be doing the same thing they be tweeting stuff i'm like yo all right man relax. yeah uh <laughs> what is it i think we could call uh call these people out by name because honestly i don't mean no true malice or anything but like what is it quincy elliott Carmelo oh, Hayes. Now, Qu- Quincy would do it some uh, others. Quincy's a whole different level. I don't know. Yeah, what I know, but it, 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 it was just like I need y'all really to tone like to tone down those social media shit. Um, yeah. but like uh I don't know. I, I was like talking to a friend and then they were just like, you know, I used to talk about wrestling all the fucking time on Twitter, yeah. you know, like outside of probably like when wrestling is not on. You know, I used to talk about wrestling like all the time. And then you probably get like a, a, a good six, seven tweets out of me. And then that's probably like it. And then like two on off day. And then and like on that off day, it's just two tweets that are related to the same thing. And then I, I don't give a shit in the next hour. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah man, I, I just miss uh, kind of the good old talking days. about wrestling. Yeah, talking about wrestling without, you know possibly you know just some jackass in your mentions is going crazy when you just just said something off the top of the dome or just how Bro, you're feeling like there's I'm no trying. more discussions about you can't wrestling. you can't uh, as far as wrestling twitter goes you can't have fun you can't just say something like if even like when i posted that wrestlemania 17 tweet a couple weeks ago i was just uh, fucking nah. around obviously nah, i'm just fucking nah. nigga was on my head i'm like dog i can't even well, have like, an opinion on something well like that they call me idiots like, and like the name calling. I'm like, yeah, no, not, yeah, that, not, that was crazy. <laughs> that, that part's crazy. If we were to have a discussion about, like, you know, we've done it on the show, you know, we have a match that was just like, oh, this match is okay, or like, this match. I'm not going out of my way to be like, nah, this nigga's a jackass, or yeah, you know, like, fuck whoa. you, or you know, anything. <laughs> like that. It would just be like, that's how you feel, but this is how I feel. And then, yeah, uh, honestly, I, I know that match is held in very high regards. And then uh, I probably like if I didn't feel that that match was like that great, I probably would have been like, no, this match was cool. But I thought this match was like a little cooler. And then I probably would have left it at that. But, you know, nobody for the record, for the record, for what I said about if people don't know what tweet I'm referring to. I said um, Austin versus Stone Cold from WrestleMania 17 is overrated. I didn't say it was bad. 
It was. It's a very good match. I'm just saying it's a little overrated. I mean, that's all I said. Okay, you didn't. You didn't say it was bad, but when has ever being overrated been a good thing? I. <laughs> I when it when is I think when did people start implying that overrated means just terrible? That's what I want to know. Why can't stuff just be like okay that was. Maybe it's an A minus match, but people are giving it an A plus. You know what I mean? It's still really good. It's one, it's one of the best think, matches of all time. I just think, think I just think that overrated has never been used in a positive context. Maybe you should just, you know, try to word your shit better. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I tweet just stuff that's like immediately that comes to my mind just when I'm thinking about something. And well, yeah, it's a little overrated. Um, uh I, I would say, you know, if you feel that way, like, who the fuck is really going to change your mind? Like, no tweet was going to change your mind, honestly. But no. uh, most, most of I, it was most of it was jokes. I don't mind people like just joking about like, they, oh, you know yeah, what no, I mean? Cool. If like if it's a ratio of jokes or whatever like that, I, yeah. Once you start like, calling <laughs> me an idiot, like out of my name, like, yo, where'd this come from? Like, this is honestly how, how I like to tweet now. Uh, I know this is like a nothing conversation, really, but like how I like to tweet now is like, I kind of like to leave room for no possible criticism. <laughs> like, cause I'm not like, uh, I like, I love everybody that like listens to the show that supports the show, all that stuff. But like, if I tweet something, I'm not trying to have a conversation. <laughs> There's no, no, I'm not having a conversation. Having a conversation publicly on Twitter is like the worst shit you could do nowadays. So therefore I would try not to have it. Yeah. You feel me? Which so, is crazy because that's what it's for for conversing. Yeah, like it's it's supposed to be an open forum, but like I don't want to partake in anybody that is in this forum. Like, oh, just delete your account, but I got to promote the show. So, um, like it's a bit like it's, it's a business it account. It's a business account. Like <laughs> that, at this point. the but comeback like, spot uh, would have been long gone if it wasn't for this podcast. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I, I like to leave room for no sort of criticism like i i say the thought or you know i say the thing and then you know i leave it at that um like before we go yeah, further man. you know you know what else i don't like mm-hmm. and i think this is this might be a function of twitter um that i might have a problem with when i'm making a tweet in a thread and someone takes one of the tweets in the thread out of context and then nobody oh. reads the rest of the thread that's got me in trouble a lot of times that, that's what got me in trouble with the bad <laughs> real shit <first> thing. <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah, that that probably annoys me more than anything. Just be like, yo, that's not y'all know that's not what I meant. You're like, if you read the literally Amen. the next tweet, the next tweet in the thread that explains, you know, it, it is what it is though. That's that's social I think, media. Uh, and sometimes it's, it's, it's time for you to use all 240 characters on one yeah, tweet on the thread. Yeah, <laughs> um, but sometimes you know, Twitter can get you in trouble or it can get you a uh, punch in the face allegedly. So. I ain't never, I ain't never seen, uh, I ain't never seen no niggas uh, that be threatening us do nothing to nobody on social media. Uh, so, what what tweet would make you want to fight somebody? Is there um, a tweet that would make you want to fight somebody? I can't think nah. of anything where I would like want to physically fight somebody. Um, no. Uh, because I think that a lot of people that. I'm just like thinking right now, and it's just like none of these people are in Miami, so I'm not gonna fly out somewhere to kick your ass. 
<laughs> you yeah, know, like crazy. flying the plane. Uh, I, I, like, oh man, I'm gonna pay seven hundred dollars for a flight to California, or uh, you know, whatever amount of money to go to Chicago, or you know, Philadelphia, you know, New York, or some shit to fight a nigga. No, spending my shit on a vacation. Um, I'll probably just piss off a nigga back uh, instead, and you know. If you really, I'm I'm a I'm a very prone believer. If you really that mad about it, fight on fight on it, there, you know. Um, yeah. So, uh, I'm never mad about something that I have to like fight or, or or you know that made me feel like I needed to like fight on it. Like I'm normally just like, well, that's just how I feel. <laughs> it's just what it is. <laughs> it just is what it is. You feel me? So, um, it is what it is. But yeah, man, that, that is it. Want to get in these trenches? We got a lot to talk about. No, not really. I really don't. <laughs> you know what's funny, too? I know. I, would, I don't want to talk I, about any of these topics. I'm going to be serious. I, I really was avoiding the uh, Andrade stuff the whole, like, weekend. Yeah, right. long you've been doing it. Because I'm like, I don't really care about any of this stuff. This means nothing to me. And then it just kept getting more and more shit just getting involved. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, now we have to talk about it. Like, like uh, from from, like, Monday to Tuesday, you know, I kept seeing, like, Andrade stuff or, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I just kept seeing more and more Andrade stuff, and I was just like, is this the only shit we got going into Wednesday? An Andrade Twitter storyline? Yeah, dis- that's disgruntled. Like, see, like, seriously, that is the only shit. Moxley's not tweeting. Hangman's not tweeting. Like, Daniel Singh, uh, you know, anybody in prominent storylines aren't tweeting anything. Tony Khan is like, uh, you know talking about scissoring on a fucking bar stool i was like is this really all we have going into wednesday uh wednesday yeah i mean they kind of yeah. even added a, a few matches like in the last like two days um we should probably go through the timeline though um at mm-hmm. some point andrade was on some kind of mexican um wrestling medium i don't exactly know what it was but it was translated via believe cultaholic he was talking about how he's very, you know, it's kind of this disgruntled employee, which is something that a lot of a few wrestlers have kind of gone through openly spoken about in AEW recently. And just um, a little disgruntled and he wanted more. He explained just since Roosh has been signed that he, um, he, he has even more of a battery in his back to really get going. And then that was kind of the main thing. But at some point during the interview, he also spoke on, you know, a match he had with Sammy Guevara, I believe, or something like that. Sammy Guevara complaining about getting hit too mm-hmm. hard. And, and Andrade was like, yeah, where I'm from, if, we, if I hit you hard, you hit me hard back. You know what I mean? Talking about these new age, these yeah. young kids. I don't know. They- I, you know, as a fan standpoint, or just like when I heard that, normally, you know, uh, I listened to a whole bunch of wrestlers on the podcast before, and it was just like, if somebody hits you hard, you hit them you hard back it. as a sign of, yo, fucking relax. Yeah. Or, you know, when you guys are in the turnbuckle, just be like, hey, man, he's up. Or whatever shit, you know? Yeah, but um, I guess Sammy was crying about skinny, it. He got skinny-ass <laughs> arms. He can't hit that. And then, so Sammy took offense to this, and then he had words for Andrade. I don't have the tweets on hand, but it was basically like, yo, you a bitch. All this stuff. Andrade <laughs> was like, yo, I said all this stuff to your face, though. Like, so what's up? And then he was like, well, you were a, a favor hire. This and that. You weren't even supposed to be here. The, the favorite Andrade was crazy, which is crazy. <laughs> and then Andrade was like, "All right, bet I'll see you on Wednesday." Now at this point, mm-hmm. 
I'm still thinking this is a work. I'm saying this is one of them work shoot bullshit they've been doing for the last like six months or so. I'm over it. Mm-hmm. I still at this point wasn't paying attention to it until about 7:55 p.m. Wednesday night. TMZ of all of all media posts. There was an altercation backstage. Oh, but before even before that, I didn't take that back. A couple hours before that, Tony Khan tweets, "Hey, that um mass versus career match that we're gonna have on Friday, which is a whole other <laughs> what which the is, fuck? Yeah, is that? no, that's a whole other thing. But uh, but um, the mass versus career match that we're having on Friday, it's not happening anymore. So um, Ted is gonna be in a trios match for Brody King. I mean, not Brody King. Um, Brody Lee. I said, oh, okay. <laughs> So at this point, I'm thinking, wait, did this really happened? Did, did they really fight in the back? And then TMZ opens up and said, yeah, there was an altercation. Punches were thrown between Andrade and Sammy Guevara. And then at first, at first, initially, the report says that Andrade and Sammy Guevara were both sent home. But as we saw on the show tonight, Sammy was very much there. Now, Andrade was not mentioned or seen at all. So take that for what you will. But yeah, that's kind of the timeline of what happened. It all happened within like three days. And then, um, Cyrus, <laughs> what are your initial thoughts on all this? I'm really glad you held that down uh, way longer than I could get a cup of water. Uh, I could have filled up my whole goddamn Brita filter <laughs> joint with how you held that down. So shout out to you for that. Um, it's not a little time. I'm getting used to this podcasting thing. <laughs> I like not to, you know talk shit or you know downplay all the hard work that you just did right there but i can just truly <laughs> and really say like i i, I want to be honest i don't give a shit <laughs> like i i don't care like when andrade and sammy started going at it i was just like well you guys don't have a tv on storyline i don't care about another week of work you know yeah work, uh, work shoot bullshit on twitter and these niggas wasn't using gif like uh house of black was using all goddamn week i don't give a shit about this like any every time i see an AEW wrestler tweet i'm just going i groan i'm like come on now i I, i'm i'm sort of glad that a lot of other people are kind of like getting tired of the jig too is this like why don't you guys just tell good stories on tv rather than having to resort to twitter on all this shit and i'm just like you niggas are behind Y'all trying to catch up to me. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, this shit has, like, this has always been an issue on AEW, I think, like, you know, kind of, like, since last year. And it's only been, you know, sort of propelled, uh, you know, I would say since last year. And it's because that you fuckers liked it so much. Yeah, I think people were really, like, into it when it was the, the MJF stuff. And then kind of the... um Eddie Kingston, CM Punk type of deal, and then yeah, at at some point, I think we, me and you, have both talked about it multiple times on this podcast. At some point, you know, people are gonna get their feelings hurt, and they get to that point where people are, are getting their feelings hurt. Um, Punk had his feelings hurt, MJF had his feelings hurt. Now Andrade had his feelings. Sammy, all of them, like these work shoots. Yeah, they work, but like when you like also when with a work shoot, there's two parts of it: the work, and then there's the shoot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at some point, the shoot, <clears throat> the shoot be hurting more than the work. <laughs> the shoot hurts more than the work. And like so, it becomes very. It just it's become very convoluted. Now you're alienating fans who have no idea what's going on on Twitter. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If people were expecting to see um, a match versus career match 
on on Friday, and now they're not getting it, and you know, not explain why Andrade is not there all of a sudden. It's just like, what what the hell, man? It just it's not. I don't even know how to explain. It. Like it's, <laughs> I don't know it's if stupid. it's It's dumb. It's not it's beneficial. Dumb. It's and, not benefiting anybody. That's the problem. And at all. and I thought when the media scrum thing was going, you know, going on, and people were just like, uh, well. During the media scrum thing where, you know, a lot of publications were like drip feeding content and stuff like that, you see people uh, or info on the thing, you know, Fightful and, uh, uh, you know, uh, Wrestling News Observer, you know, I think it's very much clear that they are the AEW cleanup crew whenever it comes to like PR or like, you know, other uh, silly shit like that, like, you know. Tony, they don't say shit until Tony Khan gives them a word or, you know, they always trying to, you know, have excuses for him. And then people were just like, nah, man, I, I love it. It's so WCW to be controlling the media like this. Huh? You fucking serious? Mm-hmm. This shit is a joke. I like I. You could not get me to care about Sammy Guevara. Ever. And then yeah. you've done a massive disservice for Andrade. So I don't, I truly don't give a shit what he does. Though, I mean, to me, it, this it, work shoot was more about Andrade just being like, man, I can't wait to leave this motherfucker. He, he was, try- I think, I feel like Andrade was trying to pull the Bobby Fish move because he feels like that might be the only way to get out of this. Hey, Amen. And, uh, and unfortunately, I think he's more, va- he's too much more valuable than Bobby Fish. So I don't think Tony's mm-hmm. not going to let him go. He probably just gonna get suspended for a long time, and you know, probably get uh, uh, a, a fine or something. For, from a slight source, um, it kind of got. Uh, what is it? Chat was moving a mile uh, a mile a minute um, when it dropped. What it? I think uh, it, it it has been said that Andrade has been fired, but we'll wait. We'll see what happens with that. We, <laughs> we don't know. you we don't wake know up about tomorrow. <laughs> We don't know about the last group batch of people who, what their status is at this point. So who even knows? Yeah, you know, they might so not say we'll, anything. We'll see what happens tomorrow morning when uh, Vifel finally gets the okay to say something. Yeah. Um, also, I think. I mean, we don't know the full story yet. I mean, by the time this is out, we'll probably know. But I do think it's a little telling that Sammy Guevara was still able to stay on the show, and Andrade was sent home. Um, so I kind of I do kind of wonder what really happened backstage. Yeah, I, the initial I, report I, said that Sammy threw the first punch. That's what the initial report uh, yeah. said. I don't know how. Well, true no, that uh, is. I uh, or I didn't read the like report. Yeah, he just pushed him. Okay, I think that you know Sammy Guevara wanted to smoke. Like he's Andrade like started it mm, by like yeah. saying shit on the podcast, but Sammy is clearly the aggressor here by acting out. And yes, he should be punished, but he's not. He's in the main event of this fucking show. Yeah. So, um, Sammy, uh, what is it? Neil said Sammy, uh, Sammy Guevara knows where the bodies are buried. Um, he, he knows something, man. I this is, this is the I what, think the, it's crazy. The, but the second altercation in what two months now? Yeah, like what is it? Uh, Justin was like. Is Sammy Guevara really worth this trouble? Like, I really don't even think he's that good of a wrestler or a, a good promo. Or like, good he person. just seems to kind of, <laughs> yeah, 
he kind of just seems to be a unlikable person backstage. That's like all he really got going on for him. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, he got a pretty punchable face. I feel I feel um Eddie Kingston and Andrade. Um that's all I got. Man. I'm over I'm over this bullshit, man. Get this shit out of here. Can can we get like I don't know. I, I feel like can wrestling gods please can we get can you give us something good to talk about? Like uh I think that'd be really great. Um Next, we got more AEW shit, man. I want to, I want to say this, man, before we get into this. Yeah, I miss when NXT had leakers, bro. <laughs> I need somebody. I need. I need somebody to leak some shit about NXT because I feel like there hasn't been a backstage report or anything around that shit for a really long fucking time. Can, Nothing of importance. Nothing. <laughs> can Can Sean Ross or you know somebody at Fightful? Uh, uh, get one of these uh, college kids' numbers. Well, I, uh, can somebody we, get Thea Hale's number, we, bro? Well, we 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 know why stuff not leaking in NXT anymore, like it was before. Some, yeah, I'm, we can't I'm, say I'm that not out loud. I'm not gonna say who, but somebody left there, and all of a sudden, all the news stopped coming out. Hey, y'all, y'all guess who it is if you want to. Hey, they started. They got rid of all the indie scrubs that fucking uh, like Meltzer and shit. So. Yeah, so. None yeah, of these, can somebody none get none of, these, none of these college guys? None of these college athletes know who Sean Ross yeah, is. They can, do not care. Can somebody get Hank Walker's number, bro? I think I know cool. he knows something, bro. Can you? Can y'all get some extract some information from this nigga? The, yo, it's probably Cause... nothing. Go. It probably did nothing. Go. They probably go to work, go home, train, and have Which sex is... with each other. That's all they do. It. All right. You, what is it? it <laughs> they they just uh, that's all work, they do. Go to TV and then uh, hero gasm. That's what yeah, they got yeah, going on, bro. Every week on Instagram, I see a new NXT couple that wasn't a couple a week ago. So you tell me. All my faves are getting booed up. Hey, man. It's pouring line. He flying, bro. Right, uh, <laughs> um, but uh, Tony Khan wants to address uh, bad faith criticism on his uh, booking style. And before you read this article... I just read something in the wrestle chat that said that Tony Khan is trying to get trying to win Booker of the Year from Dave Meltzer. So I know whatever he's gonna say here is some wild shit. You know what? <laughs> All right, he was on a busted open radio per usual on whatever day he does it on. I don't listen to busted open radio. Um, and I quote. I see some of the stuff people say, and I always want to take anything in good faith from the fans, but I do see a lot of people adjacent to the WWE in bad faith talking about the level of build. Well, there's a lot of build around a lot of these matches. And it's also, and it's also go back and watch an old wrestling show from the eighties or nineties. And sometimes you'll see two wrestlers wrestling for a spot, wrestling for the win, the winner's purse, this trope in wrestling that needs to continue to be a thing. You can call it a cold match if you want, but sometimes things are out of new issues. Not everyone is going to have weeks or months of build going to it, although a lot of stuff should. Is the winner's purse what he is like referring to with all these random opportunities that he like gives niggas? Like uh the big the big chip. Or a casino battle royale, or the battle royale, you know all that sort of shit. Is that what he's referring to as the winner's purse? Um, I 
so I guess she's more referring to like kind of older eighties, like mid south stuff, like the kind of the. Uh, the 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 the, uh, the thing like the gimmick would be like the winner gets the winner's person to get more money than the loser does and that's kind of people's motivation to wrestle. Jim Ross often brings it up a lot. He'll bring it up like an old WWF shows. He'll bring it up a lot or like I think he did it on AEW a couple of times as well. He'll like oh yeah this is for the winner's purse yada yada. But I feel like it's not really emphasized by the characters as much. It's kind of like a thing that's kind of like haphazardly thrown in there. I guess it's just to be like implied that you know people are wrestling for the winner's purse or whatever. But um. I guess you can feel that way. I my thing with all this is just like, just because it worked in the eighties and nineties, don't mean it works in twenty twenty two. This is a whole new generation of fandom. I know some things do work, but some things we gotta like kind of move on from if it's not working. We there are just like there's a lot of matches on Dynamite that just kind of happen, and like the crowd doesn't really seem to like. For example, even tonight. With Jay Lethal and, and Darby Allen, I felt like the, the crowd was pretty cold. And it was just like, yeah, because what do we have to, like, sure, these two guys can wrestle pretty decent, but, like, who cares? You know what I mean? Yeah, we're we're, <laughs> we're truly going to, we're really going to talk about that we're gonna, uh, we're gonna when we get to the show. I, that's just the first example I can think of. There's seriously, I think, like, uh, what do we got on the docket here? Yeah, like, all our main topics are proponents of, all right, these guys wrestle good, but you know, who gives a shit? These guys are bland and boring as hell. Like, bread alone is really fucking good. But like, let's 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 get some flair in there, bro. Add let's put some tomato to soup on the side or some shit. You <laughs> feel me? Like, um, but nah, the bad faith criticism about uh his booking style, I don't think is bad faith criticism. I, yeah, that's, I just that's think a, like that's what I'm more into. Like, why do you think it's, it's bad faith? Because it's against them. Like, I just think that these tropes are, like, really bad. Like, I get it. You know, during the summer, you kind of had, like, you know, blitz of injuries and, like, important people being out. And then, you know, they finally came back. And then you're still booking garbage. Yeah. Or not even that. that. I'm more... Oh, go, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, go more, ahead. I'm more just kind of like, at this point, why are you still, like, bringing random guys in? To wrestle matches when you have a whole right. roster of people complaining how they don't get time on TV. So let's bring in, uh, I, I hate bringing them up all the time, like Mance Warner. What, like, what <laughs> for what? Or like, yeah, or like, uh, you know what I mean? Just like, what are we doing? Not, not, not even dudes in the back just being like, hey, I want to be booked, I want to be on the show. Why the fuck is Juice Robinson getting this for some shit he did in New Japan? Yeah, fuck and that. It's it, it not even like it's guys that like people are like clamoring to see, you know what I mean? Like, don't like, yeah. like Bandito like Bandito's a great wrestler. I'm not going to take that from him, but no one was clamoring to see Bandito. I'm not clamoring to see. Or Juice like Robinson. nobody was, nobody, nobody was clamoring to see Bandito versus fucking Chris Jericho. But n- not even that, like not even, you know, let, let's take out criticism, uh, you know, Twitter criticism aside, like on this show, I know we, personally don't really talk about or care about ratings much but it is kind of the topic of conversation that dominates uh AEW so I feel like we kind of have to talk about it but like you bring in these random dudes they have random matches is truly not doing anything for your show like you could look by the quarter of quarter and it it's it's like it is bad for product like fuck you know if fuck if I don't like it there's thousands, there's thousands of other people that don't like it either. Yeah. 
Your what own is core it? fan uh, base don't even like it. Two, to the Twitter two week, two weeks ago, you had more than like, what is it, forty thousand people tune out? Mm. You you literally have a show that is fucking goes downhill like the uh, the downstock emoji. How do you not take that into account? How does that make how does that not make you want to be a better like you know change up your game plan? That's I think that's the true criticism that I have about Tony Khan is that like he just continues with the garbage. It's clearly not working at all, and he'll still do it. I think I, I do think that's something that him and Vince kind of have in common, but I think in different ways. That makes they're both very stubborn mm-hmm. in ways, but I think that. Because Vince is more, I think just because Vince knows how to he's been doing this longer, it makes more sense. His stories aren't as I don't know how to explain it. I think it's just, I think it's just an experience thing. I think it's because Vince has a general idea of what people want to see. And I feel like Tony Khan just has an idea of what he wants to see. Mm-hmm. Or what he thinks. That's cool. That's cool. You know what I mean? Cool. If that makes any sense. Now, I hear you, but now I want to provide an example. Yeah, go ahead. I know a lot of people might not like this example, um, but it's just us, so fuck them. I, like, people do not give it, like, people kind of did not give a shit about Mad Cat Moss. Look I at him know. now. <laughs> Look at reactions. him now. He gets reaction, even with that bullshit I can, he got in, in a gear, he still gets a reaction. But, or, okay, right? Mad yeah. Cat Moss, we didn't care. We all thought like it was like this weird thing that Vince has going on, right? Right? Yeah. I don't see that for Wheeler Yuta. Mm-hmm. So why is he opening the fucking show? A lot, and I say I, but throw that I with a couple other thousand people that tune out whatever the fuck, uh, uh, Wheeler Yuta is on the screen because MJF was this big ass draw and then last week you get like uh what is it 5,000 people tuning out because he's in that bitch with fucking uh Wheeler Yuta like niggas don't give a shit about Wheeler Yuta dog and then maybe you could pull up some demos with like people not really caring about Mad Cat Moss but I true with the story that is being told with MJF right now I don't see how they're possibly going to care about Wheeler Yuta at this point it's not uphill battle. Say that much. Godspeed. I don't even. I don't even think it's uphill. I think it's just a wall. They got a parkour up that. Good fucking the wall luck. Like, like like American Ninja Warrior. Shit. Will you to look like a wall runner? I don't know what that. Not means, in a good way. <laughs> I don't even know what, that, what does that mean? Niggas, niggas, niggas used to call me weird in school. Yeah, nigga, you were trying to run up the wall and shit, trying to double would, jump like Captain Falcon. You with Naruto running? Uh, definitely, bro. Side um, note: I, I actually, um, I started the first episode of Naruto. I just wanted to see what it's about. It's way, it's. I thought it would be more mature. <laughs> maybe I, maybe I have to watch the no. other one. Is, is Shippa didn't know what I have to watch? No, uh, I don't. I had a, uh, Ashley did have a conversation about this on the lookout. Um, before we move on to our next topic, because honestly, I'd rather talk about this than fucking get more AEW. Um, <laughs> I would say Naruto is a coming of age story. It, it, I think, is a really good story, like okay. the start. 
it kind of like uh gets wonky at like certain points but like i do think like from beginning to canonical end it's a pretty deep it's like a it's a pretty good story between okay. good uh between two rivals shippuden i definitely think it did go that mature route at the start and then it kind of wavers a little bit okay um if you talk to any Naruto fan, truly, I feel like they'll all tell you the same thing with saying like the final like arc or like the final like, yeah, kind of just the final arc just kind of yeah. goes all over the place and the quality just kind of goes down. I know, I know like four people personally who have Naruto themed like tattoos on their bodies. So I'm like, this show must be fire. You know what I mean? It, <laughs> this show it, gotta it, be, it gotta be heat. As a, as a, you know, watching Naruto when I was like, you know, 11 to like 15 yeah that shit was pretty hard that shit was hard, that shit was hard. That <laughs> is shit that what it is baby because i didn't grow up on it for me uh it's uh for me it's similar in like the dragon ball z realm but like i don't hold naruto to that infinite regard where like nah i don't uh no criticism can be had about it but like yeah. no nah, naruto really good shippuden uh i would say after a certain arc it kind of loses that maturity um and then it just, you know, they kind of just phone it in at some point. I, uh, what is it? Make sure you get the filler. Uh, what is it? The filler list, so you're not watching. Yeah, I, episodes. I looked. I looked it up. I looked yeah. it up. I was um, warned. You, 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 you might want to uh, watch that shit at like 1.2 speed at some point. Yeah. You feel me? I might. Sometimes I, it kind of goes. Uh, I know we're slow. on a tangent. I'm, I'm gonna drop this after a second, but I'm actually like on season three of Attack on Titan. I'm finally watching Attack on Titan. It's taking me years, but I'm finally on season three. Pretty good. Um, uh, it's a little slow in some spots. I think it could have picked up, but you know what I mean? <laughs> I think the battles, uh, the fight scenes are pretty good. It is it's a, a lot of characters I got to keep up with, too. That I, definitely one wanna, I definitely want to tap back in at some point. My main issue is that I always found Attack on Titan really fucking ugly. Uh, and I heard that they changed that. I, I heard they changed the animation around like season two. So like maybe uh, I'll tap back, back in at some point. But for Halloween, what I'm doing is that uh, I'm reading Berserk, which is uh, legendary. And this shit is a lot of fucking pain. Like, um, yeah, man, that shit hurts. But it's probably like, uh, what is it? The main character in that is probably one of the most like, emotionally stunted men in history and you get to see like why is like uh it looks berserk cool. is literally berserk is literally unpack that trauma the manga <laughs> <laughs> like why are you like this let's unpack that it is just like pain i love i love the art who does the artwork on this this is really good I love um, this. you know what it reminds me it reminds me of uh whoever the dude who did akira what's up my man's name mm-hmm. uh, 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 a tone, a tone. the the author of berserk absolutely died um okay uh died last year and oh man i was about to go on another tangent but let's move on man we, we can't we can't, uh, we can't. <laughs> <laughs> i uh what is it i've been talking about berserk with justin all the fucking time and like some other friends but uh that uh i guess i can save that discussion for another time um feel free to talk about it uh talk about berserk to me on my other twitter i i I just started, uh, I just met, uh, Guts just met uh, Keska. So I don't know anything yet. Please slow, slow it the fuck down. <laughs> um, yeah, that's it. Uh, Bandito got a, a AEW contract last week and apparently yeah. uh, 
somebody at WWE was watching his match against Chris Jericho and said, damn, we really need this nigga. And then he signed with AEW instead. So according according to the dirt sheet, we don't know how true that is. I mean, it's a possibility. I, I believe they probably had eyes on Bandito a long time ago. I'm sure that wasn't yeah. the first match they saw. Oh, we need this guy now. You know what I mean? Um, <laughs> good for Bandito. Uh, he, he might be another guy lost in the shuffle, though. I'm a little concerned about that. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you you signed to AEW. Any booking woes that you have? Shit. <laughs> That's your problem. That's a lot. I wonder if you're going to start letting some guys go. He has to start letting some guys. This is getting it. This is ridiculous. You're like 150 guys on his roster. This is getting nuts. Some people got to go. This is too much. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I truly think it's funny that AEW is not uh, getting a lot of flack for hoarding or poaching uh, uh, a lot of shit like NXT has um, because there are so many guys on this fucking roster that complain about not getting booked. Oh, oh wait. Game, NXT bus are hoarding too. You just wait. Ain't gonna be no indies. Indies are done. <laughs> Whatever left Amen. of it, this is about to be done. You know, let's talk about that. Um, about I know that. a lot of people. Uh, I well, I feel like we talked about it a little bit last week, but um, what is it? A lot of people are gonna be like kind of upset about you know NXT kind of just having a developmental everywhere, but um. Niggas everywhere kind of have a wrestling dream, so uh, yeah, I think I think it's okay. Um, Will Ospreay had uh, Will Ospreay was on the uh, you know talk as Jericho like way way back I think like 2017, 2018. and he was talking about you know sort of bring uh, trying to highlight um, Australia's indie scene. You know, try to put a little highlight on that because it's like uh, untapped territory. Now, yeah. let's take that logic and then let's say let's put something in Greece. Let's see what, uh, you know, Greek talent that's out there that isn't like never been explored. Let's go yeah. see some more, uh, you know, African talent in uh, Ghana or Nigeria or some shit, you know. Let's uh, let's see if there's some niggas in Mongolia that really know what's going on. Mongolian chop. The moves right there. Oh yeah, like, like let, let's go, let's go see some Peruvian niggas, you know. WWE has been around for a really long fucking time. And what is it? Uh Dante Chen is the first the first signee from Singapore. Now was it think the, about that. Was it Ho Ho Long uh, from Singapore or is he from somewhere else? Oh no, I don't think so. Well, they, they kind of gas uh gassed him up as like the first like uh Singapore wrestler. Uh, uh, when he had his little video package stuff, right? Who? Um, Dante Chen? Uh, Dante Chen, Pro- yeah. Probably, yeah, probably. Like, they were gassing up, like, how important his, like, signing was as, you know, representation for Singapore. But, like, let's apply that logic to, like, everywhere else. Like, WWE is literally global. So, like, you know, there are so many people that are, you know, kind of interested regardless of what you tweet online. Yeah, um, so it kind of just is. What I'm, it is. I'm fine. I'm fine with it. We'll see how it goes. I, I, like I said before, I'm just really interested to see how NXT Japan goes. If they ever do NXT Japan, mm-hmm. I just want to see how that goes. I'd be very yeah. interested. I think. Yeah, I think we actually said that last week. Uh, yeah, I think really we did. To see what's going on. Um, <laughs> speaking of Japan, uh, rest in peace, Antonio Inoki. Oh, absolutely. That was really sad, and um, 
my friend, uh, she doesn't, she kind of just, uh, she only watched like New Japan for a little bit. Um, uh, Alora, you know, I did the stardom show with her and stuff like that. Um, she has never really seen Anoki matches. So when I was like showing them clips and stuff like that, they were just like, yeah, man, this shit hard. <laughs> you know I, what's, uh, still to this day, I wish niggas wrestled like that still. You know what's crazy? I'll be honest with you. I haven't seen a lot of Antonio Anoki matches. I really haven't. I, I think either. I maybe I've seen the one where he shot on the great Antonio, the big fat guy. And that's, mm-hmm. that's the one I can remember off the top that I've seen, which is, you know, sad. I should probably look into some of them uh, later on. But yeah, surprisingly, I haven't watched a lot of Antonio Anoki matches. I have not. It's uh, I I watched him versus Vader for spot callers. Justin mentioned it as well. I seen yeah. like uh, I seen uh, a six man that he had uh with some folks. I forget, but it, it's on like my YouTube history or whatever. And I would say that the reason why I'm always like, oh man, I really wish that people wrestled uh like this more. It's really because it's simple. It's you know. Like it's more, shoot, it's less, more shoot style. Less is so much more now. Like to me nowadays, so like seeing these dudes go, you know, sometimes ten to fucking forty minutes, and only six suplexes have been done so far. Hmm. That shit's fucking crazy, yo! And they still had the crowd, like you know, in the palm of their hand. So Absolutely. you know. When I hear niggas, uh, you know, old dudes being like, oh, man, you know, these young dudes kind of really doing way too fucking much. I, l- I look at matches like that and I'm just like, yeah, like, uh, I don't know. I just think it, it, it's so much more interesting. Like, I know, like, high flyers and stuff like that and luchadors always, like, you know, sort of did their thing. But, like, you know, niggas oh. like Osprey or, you know, uh, Sammy Guevara, like. The AEW shit is not really fire to me. I'm looking at his Wikipedia page. Do you know he's Muslim? I just found this out. His name is Muhammad. I didn't. Uh, <laughs> I I read that in the chat and I thought they were joking. No, it, it, uh, I mean you know it's Wikipedia, so it can be edited. But it's even got a dead ass. I think he's uh he yeah at some point he was converted to Muslim. I mean to Islam. Um, maybe it's after he met Ali. I don't know. Uh, shout out, shout out to the shout out to the brother. Uh, shit, after he probably uh ruined his got uh what is it ruined his legs, he was probably just like my bad dog. I'll convert for you. <laughs> let's talk. Also, let's talk, I, man. I, I, I always thought that was really fucking cool. Um, what is it? They had Anoki uh, and um Muhammad Ali has the match, and Anoki's kind of like that bout is kind of the reason why like uh Muhammad Ali like sort of retired. Um. I always thought that was a really cool fact. I never seen a match, but I thought it was cool. Um, I've never seen it. I think I've seen like clips here and there. Yeah, I always seen clips and uh, here and there. But uh, I might check it out one day. Yeah, man, Antonio Inoki, uh, Wizard Misawa, you know the 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 big four or whatever. Hold, 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 hold on, before you go any further, this guy we need to we might need a a, a, a biopic of this guy's life. <laughs> At one point, when he he uh, during his first term as the House of Counselors. Inoki successfully negotiated with Saddam Hussein for the release of Japanese hostages before the outbreak of the Gulf War. What? <laughs> this nigga's cool, was a wrestler. This nigga was a wrestler, yeah. That, hey, man. That's awesome. Tanahashi and, uh, what is it? Okada ain't do no cool shit like that yet. <laughs> um, 
Also, Wrestling first ever first, first first ever Japanese uh, WWF champion. Even though it doesn't count because it was some weird thing going on. I don't know. I think he like B Hogan. I forgot the story. But um, yeah, uh, he's not recognized as the first Japanese champion like officially, but he is. I said is he the only one. Yeah. Shinsuke never won it. He'd be the closest one. Yeah, I guess he's the only one. Uh, according to WWF lore, um, Yoko Zuna is. Oh, Yoko Zuna, you're right. I forgot. My bad. Yoko Zuna, absolutely. I was watching Yoko Zuna versus uh, Bret Hart matches. My whole way was just like, that nigga's not Japanese. Well, t- well, technically, they never outright said he was Japanese. They said he just represents Japan. But, you know. Okay. <laughs> um, let, let's, let's get into AEW. I think we had enough fun. Hold on. We don't um, want to do this now. Or do you want to do the uh, Patreon? Uh, no. Oh yeah, we can uh, we can do the Patreon segment. Still kind of uh, tapping into uh, AEW. Um, our Patreon segment, man, shit, that whole front part could have been uh, the Patreon segment. But um, it is our third year of Dynamite, and we're just gonna talk about some moments, uh, some special stuff. Uh, our least favorite and favorite moments of AEW. I'm actually gonna try to be very positive about this part yeah. and just talking about the, all my favorite moments i got and, the patreon uh, up too we got some answers from the patreons we never ask patreon okay. questions like we should so um uh it's it's kind of just hard it's hard it it's is hard long. it's hard <laughs> <laughs> it's hard we're gonna do um, it more often as, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna figure some stuff but out. As, uh especially i think also it's kind of hard because sometimes like uh a lot of the people that answered here are in our discord so we kind of like talk to these people every day yeah so, that too and I, and I already know you already got a whole bunch of bad takes, so I don't really be caring with these motherfuckers. Relax, relax. <laughs> are, 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 we, are we on Patreon right now? Is the Patreon light on? Yeah, boot, boot, boot it up. Uh, that's a lot of the show. Uh, kind of what we were talking about anime and fucking manga more, honestly. Um, but like, let's talk about AEW, Dynamite, NXT, and then we'll get up out of here. All right, AEW. Before we go on any further, um, look up the Discord while we were on our little break. Um, Tony Khan mm-hmm. and Ariel Helwani have an interview that comes out at 10 15 Eastern, so it's probably already out by now. So, um, I kind of wish we would have waited till after to hear it, but it's fine. Also, according to Discord talk, Andrade walked up to Sammy and punched him in the face off the rip. Oh, yeah, that's hard. That's fire. <laughs> that's fire. That's fire. That's fire. That's fire. Hey, he said he said he's gonna do it. Um, Follow the, uh yeah all right, hey join the Patreon you want to find the Discord you'll find it you'll hear news that um you know <laughs> you won't hear you'll get it before else. we can really talk about it. <laughs> yeah yeah that was uh, and then by the time this episode, what is it by the time this episode goes up for the public like everything's like crazy yeah, everybody everything's out but it's fine should be moving fast on Wednesday bro <laughs> um but yeah man uh so wake up Andrade's arrested <laughs> <laughs> and then. I was just like, how are we supposedly, how how are we possibly supposed to be paying attention to this show with this going on? This was another instance where, you know, the background or, you know, backstage stuff absolutely triumphed the conversation of this show. But, you know, I say that then I kind of just stopped caring at some point. Um, turn on the show. I see Wheeler Yuta versus MJF. And I was just like, this is what you start with. Crazy. I mean, it's MJ- MJF. I understand why they would start with MJF. This is the first match since he's come back. I get I it. I don't know. 
I think uh, I think last week proved that Willa Yuta is a negating factor to the it's MJF. So um, let's get out the way. Okay, so I yeah, missed this. I think I they should have probably opened with like a little promo first, honestly, from MJF to the match. I think that would have yeah. worked a little better. I missed the 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 latter half of the match in the angle post match angle because my computer like froze. So you have to carry okay. this one. What happened? What the hell happened? All right. So I would say personally, my you know MJF doesn't wrestle often, and I you know we talked about this before. I I'm just not impressed with him in the ring, and I think that is truly a detriment to shit the whole operation at this point. Um, you can't talk this much shit. And be ass. Uh, Willie Yuta is really like really great. I do think he is true. Like uh, he's truly an all around kind of dude. Like uh, he's like a jack of all trades. But I think that maybe he should probably just like kind of scale back a little and try to master one of these things. Um, truly like an all arounder guy. But um, I think uh, the brawling stuff that he has adopted since he's part of uh, the combat club kind of take that out. Um, he had a really cool frog splash or like a splash from like fucking far shit. Um, I, I, I saw that. That was like the last thing I saw before it cut out. Yeah, me. that was pretty cool. I do think he like, don't be a high flyer, bro. No. Uh, um, it's a little, little too indie for me, honestly. Okay. But I, I think that, in, I think that Willie Yuta is really good. It's just, it's unfortunate that he's bland. If MJF and Willie Yuta could do like a fusion dance or some shit, I think they'll be a really like good wrestler. Okay, so I actually disagree with you on the MDF take. I don't think MDF. I think MDF is a, a fairly a fine wrestler, a pretty good wrestler. I never like saw MDF match where like that was bad. Um, I think he's pretty good. Also, I think, I think him mm-hmm. and Wheeler have good chemistry because I'm sure they wrestled each other ten thousand times on the Indies at some point. Mm-hmm. It's obvious that they they know each other and are probably friends in real life, so they probably have good chemistry. The from what I saw of the match, I thought it was pretty good. Um, I'm with you on Wheeler. I kind of wish Wheeler could want to say, you know, te- technical guy. I feel like they don't have a lot of those guys anymore. It's yeah, just like and now, that's, and, that's what attracted um, Moriarty. Uh, that's kind of that's it. what attracted us to Daniel Garcia. Like he wasn't, you yeah. know, doing topes or you know, uh, Hurricane Runner. Like you know, uh, Wheeler Yuta was kind of doing a uh, he was doing a lot of stuff that we see everybody do already. So like you know, keeping it mat based or like really, I I I thought that would have been fine. And you know, I I will I will agree. Like I don't think MJF is ass in the ring. Uh, that was you know just a general overstatement, honestly. Um, <laughs> but I just feel like I'm not really impressed when he's in the ring. You think like, uh, would you you feel like the the hype and kind of the, everything that people say about him is not really matching up to what you're seeing in the ring? Yeah, like you not living up to the hype for you. Once I'm telling you, you take a mic away from NJF, and I think the shine just comes right off. Mm. It definitely that's how like un- I think he like, I think he even he would say that. Like, um, I know like people like to give a lot of like Miz comparisons, um, but Uh-oh. I do think you, you, that you get controversial. We get controversial here. Miz is a better wrestler. Like, uh, oh, okay, like psych- psychology wise, like being a chicken shit heel wise, being that you know disgusting like kind of figure wise like Miz got that shit on lock like okay I think that's fair yeah if you say Miz is a better storyteller I agree if you say if we're talking about just technical okay. wrestling style but MDF is a better okay. wrestler I'll, how about like I'm with how, you how about that, this? I'm with you I, I see where you're coming from and I, I would also like to add is that you know when you take 
like like I said, you take the mic away from MJF, and then like the shine comes off. But you could take a you could take the mic away from the Miz, and he could still tell that story in that ring. MJF can't. Okay, that's, that's a take. That's a hot take. Ooh, oh, I, I, I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it. I see where you're coming from. That 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 is my hashtag analysis. That's a hot um, take. But I see where you're coming from. I'm not mad at it. Okay. Post match, I thought was some of the most bizarre shit that I've ever seen. Um, so they have a good clean match, you know, with besides like the eye poke and the eye raking yeah. stuff that happened only like once. Uh, yeah. MJF isn't outright cheating in this match or trying to be like really deceitful or anyway, which I also was really, I thought was really weird of his character. Um, but Willie Yuta is just like, you know, you beat me. Look it, you know, shake my hand, you know, show some respect to each other. And then MJF is just like, you know, reluctant about it. Like, I, yeah. I don't know where this comes from, from his character. Yeah, that doesn't make much sense. Why would he shake his hand? And then uh, Lee Moriarty from The Firm comes out to beat up Wheeler Yuta. And MJF is just like, the fuck you did that for? I didn't ask you to do that. Mm. And then I was confused because I was just like, you paid these? You MJF don't know how to find good help. Because he hired Butcher and the Blade, and they never worked out for him. He hired Warlow, the nigga turned on him. And then he hires a firm, and the niggas don't listen. Um, and then MJF <laughs> is kind of just like, uh, MJF is like confused, but obviously he's not like helping Willer Yuta. But like, he showed that he has like some sort of compassion for Willer Yuta. And I thought that, where, like, where does that come from, from this character? Only thing that could see it because they said we were on the road up and down together, but still, that still doesn't make sense for someone like MJF. As from what we've seen on a TV show for the, the last three years, yeah, it doesn't make it doesn't make much sense to me that, it, that it, when you put it that um, way. And then, uh, what is it? Sto- uh, Stokely Alloway uh, comes out, and then he has the uh, he has the dynamite diamond ring. Well, why the fuck does he have that? That shit usually in MJF's draws, bro. We'll find out. Or 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 in <laughs> uh or in uh Wardlow's pocket. So how do you how do you have that? I'm more interested. Are they like are, so are, are they like implying that there's tension between the firm and MJF already? Did they just put them together like two weeks ago? Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm a little lost by that one. I, I gotta I gotta go watch it. Yes. I'm confused by that. This like this gen like narratively makes no fucking sense. We we have not seen any tension between him and the firm. And the first time the firm tries to do f- some shit for him, who the fuck told you to do that? It's truly hard to hire good help. <laughs> um, and then I, I I thought it was weird because they're sort of making it seem like Stokely is like the devil that's on MJF's shoulders. And I'm just like, where the fuck did that come from? Yeah. I'm not hey, sure, man. man. We get like, you know, I thought it was great to interview Stokely Hathaway. I thought that was really great. But at some point, we're going to be have to honest about what the fuck is going on with this firm and uh, his involvement in a lot of these feuds in AEW. Because um, I'm just narratively it's never like anything he's done so far has never narratively never made any sense to me. Mm-hmm. I don't um, think it's working. 
but I mean that's that's for me. It's popping Twitter. If that means anything, it, it doesn't mean a goddamn thing. <laughs> I see, I see, I seen a lot of shit bullshit that made people cheer. Um, moving on, we got Warlow versus uh, the corpse of Brian Cage. Um, he said, "Don't call it a." Where did, yeah, where, be, where did Brian Cage come from? <laughs> I know it was super weird, but uh, apparently he's with some ROH stuff going on uh, with the uh, with Prince Nana uh, and stuff like that. So that's big fan. That's cool if you like it. Um, this match here, I thought it was whatever. Wardlow kind of just getting his shit off for a Brian Cage who hasn't been seen in forever. Yeah, I thought that was weird. So. Um, for a, for a pretty heatless match that just kind of just happened, I actually like this match, and I'm gonna sound like a hypocrite because I'm usually I'm the guy who's like big men shouldn't be doing flips and whatnot, but I wasn't even mad at it this time. Um, actually, I really enjoyed this match. I thought it was just two big guys really doing some athletic shit. Which I mean, at, at this point, if you're gonna have a match with no real story to it, you might as well let these big guys do some dumb flips or whatever. Um, as long as as long mm-hmm. as Brian, not not Brian Cage, as long as Warlord doesn't make this a habit often and do this all the time. He seems to only bust it out when he wrestles other big men, probably because they're the only ones who could catch him from doing those big old moves. So, um, I get uh, it. I like I like that it, you uh, I like that you mentioned that honestly. And um, this is his first singles match in God knows how long. He had to get his shit in. He's like, I'm gonna get my shit in, bro. <laughs> I ain't had a singles match in about two months. Let me let me mm-hmm. get my flip off. Let me do a little flip. My thing. The only the only thing that I'll say about that is you know we just talked about Antonio no. Anoki and like less is more. So Warlow doing all these flips and shit did not get him the same reaction that uh you know power it bombs didn't, did. uh, yeah the power bomb like yeah. Warlow could have probably did three power bombs and the crowd would have went ape shit more than you know putting your you know doing these high risk maneuvers and stuff like that. Like that's where you know simplicity absolutely wins. You know that doing the power bomb, like I get it, you want the people to go up because I, I guess like, you know, during the commercial break, they weren't really feeling it or, you know, they're kind of quiet. It was it was quiet until he did that flip. I ain't gonna lie. It was pretty quiet. I'm telling you right flip. now, if he would have did like a pop-up power bomb or like a power bomb, some shape, form or fashion in that. Cause I, I don't feel like he should be going along with Brian cage anyway. Um, but if he would have did like several power bombs, the crowd would have like tearing out their fucking face counting. Yeah. Uh, that's all, but yeah, I, I thought the match was whatever. Um, what is it? I was kind of already tuned out a little bit because I thought the fucking uh, post match of the MJF stuff was like really confusing, but like I thought this was okay. Um, and what really kind of took me out of this show was the Jay Lethal and Darby Allen match. But there is a post match angle for this where Samoa, uh, another beatdown. Samoa Joe and uh, FTR come out to help out uh, even the odds. Um, what what is uh, they're called the Embassy? I believe. I have no idea. What I don't even know who those guys are. What, was Prince Nana? Who was Prince Nana? It, 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 it was it was the Embassy back then. I don't know if it's still called the Embassy. It might be. Um, rest in peace, Jimmy Rave. But uh, I don't know what's called. Yeah, man, that dude did die. Fuck, man. Very unfortunate. Very unfortunate. That nigga fucking DM me begging me for cash at some point. I said, damn shit. Really? Hard. Was it actually him? Yeah. Yeah, he was going through uh, it, it was, for a long time. Yeah, it was from the actual account. Um, oh, wow. Nigga really needed it. Yeah. Uh, 
Prince Donald need to update his Wikipedia. Yeah, no news. Hey, not past. Yeah, I, a, the last thing it says he was the manager of, of uh, Donovan Dijak. <laughs> That's the last thing we got. So I couldn't even tell you. Crying, wheezing. <laughs> um, but yeah, man. Uh, oh, the post match, uh, the post match. I can't really say I care about this. I think it's just going to set up another multi man tag and then whatever joint. Uh, War Joe is not fire to me. Uh, not feeling it. No, I'm not feeling it. Um, I. I what did Wardlow do to get sent to ROH hell, bro? They had nothing for him. It's, I, don't, like, I don't understand. It's... They had all these plans to, for him to win the belt, and as soon as he won the belt, they don't know what the fuck to do. They couldn't even put, give him like the open challenge gimmick like they give everybody else. I don't understand. I'm saying, do that. Please, yeah. you got Moxley doing this shit. Why? Have this nigga do it. The, the TNT championship has been the open challenge belt since the beginning. And now all of a sudden, when Wardlow wins it, we don't want to do the open challenges. What, what happened? <laughs> like at this point. So fucking stupid. I, you even had the heel doing the goddamn open challenge. Everybody, yeah, I don't I don't get it. Um, but I, I would like to say that uh what is it? Dyn- Dynamite on his third year anniversary started doing the post match beatdown after goddamn every match. Just like the old days. They had to, they had to bring it back a classic. <laughs> this is where I'm just like, you know, they don't learn. Like the machine is not learning, man. Um, next, we get the National Scissoring Day segment with the acclaim which is probably the best segment on this fucking show. And, well, uh, well, it probably started the best off, segment of the uh, of a really long time. It started off really, really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was fun. It was a fun moment. Um, I thought mm-hmm. um, the freestyle coming in was it wasn't Max Caster's best work, but it wasn't terrible. I think he better off when he when he's oh, like, I, making fun of somebody. I thought it was, um, I thought it was crazy because I I had no idea what the fuck what he was talking about. <laughs> Am I dis? Um, am I disconnected from current day? You might be. Um, did he? What did he say? <laughs> I don't even remember what he said. Uh, he said something about um, Joe Biden not stuttering. He did a lot of political stuff nothing. there in DC. I forgot what else mm-hmm. he said. But um, yeah, and it was fine. I mean, the crowd was really hot for them. Obviously, they all the crowds have been. Um, yeah, man. Billy Gunn super duper over. I, I wish he was at Raw. I just, I just wanted to hear. I would want to hear the, the daddy ass chair at Raw in the Barclay because they would have did it too. Is he going to be at Raw? I don't believe so. He's not in any of the. Uh, oh. The um, I see Road Dog. I saw X Pac, but I didn't see anything with Billy Gunn in the promos. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, yeah, I thought um, Bowen's just the longest Bowen's promo we've ever had. I thought he held, hey. held it down pretty fine. I, I had yeah. no complaints about it. Okay. Um. Uh. Let, 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 let's fast forward this a little bit because this promo segment is really fucking long. Um, yeah. But the acclaim killed it. I uh, yeah. I thought this was one of the most bizarre uh, of Dynamite promos, but he was talking about uniting the nation. Everybody's talking about scissoring. Yeah. yeah. And I was just like, this is some American pie ass shit. And uh. It's kind of crazy how over it is, but um, he mentioned that they are like top merch sellers. I thought that was cool. Um, yeah. And then uh, they sent some shots at uh, Swerve. They don't really send anything at Keith Lee. They try to do the, all right, on, on three, scissor me. And then Swerve came out. 
um, kind of cut a mediocre promo, uh, in my opinion. Um, kind of killed the vibes. I ain't gonna hold you. Yeah, I was. Just like, I mean, what, yeah, which I guess he's supposed. I guess he's supposed to do that, but I oh, feel like yeah. the quality of the whole segment just kind of went downhill once Swerve kind of came out. I was like, okay, yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, it was whatever. And Swerve was just like, these jokers are who you trying to get behind, and I'm just like. Yes, nigga. Did you not hear these people when they came out? Like, yes, nigga. They're actually um, interesting. Yeah, like, <laughs> dog. I think it's so hilarious that Swerve is like, uh, shit. He's what Harlan wish he was, bringing in all these fucking rappers and bringing the culture to AEW, and then he's getting fucking outdone, out cheered by the niggas that are saying "scissor me, daddy ass." It's 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 like a um that real nigga shit not flying, brother. It's it's not, man. People <laughs> look, man, as far as rappers have gone in wrestling, people like the corny rats that they can, you know, that's really easy to remember remember. This what got John Cena over. Really corny raps, and you know, that's just kind of it. But like them niggas brought Kevin man. Gates to but Kevin brought out Kevin Gates was just like, yeah, we fucking lit. These niggas yeah. saying scissor me daddy ass. You tell me dick all in your stomach wasn't gonna work on this on 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 a, on a <laughs> dick all in your stomach. Swerve all in your stomach, bro. Hey yo. <laughs> that shit would have got him over, bro. Come on now. Um, what is it? I I, I know they kind of got uh what is it? It's uh, <laughs> When Justin called them the safe blacks on there, and I'm just like, yeah, you know what they are. But I think I'm not gonna lie, I'm fucking with the safe blacks better than you know the fake hood niggas or whatever. <laughs> uh, you know, culture niggas, the hashtag culture niggas. Like Swerve is like kind of like I feel like the acclaim kind of know they corny. Yeah, they play but into Swerve it. is corny, but he don't think he corny. Yeah, they play into it. I think Swerve really thinks he's like cool and comes he's off not, cool. Uh, um that's why when people yeah, keep man, telling yeah. when I like when I talk about hit row on Twitter, people are like, well, it would have been better if Swerve. Like it would be less corny if Swerve was there. I'm like, you sure? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I think it would have been cornier. Um but yeah, man. Uh Swerve says a whole bunch of shit and he pulls a rock out of his pocket to make a rock, paper, scissor joke. And I thought that was really funny. And uh then smart, smart Mark Sterling smart. comes out, and I was just like, "Okay, this we, is where jumped, this is getting." Old. We've jumped, we've jumped the shark now. Now we're now we're at a point where like, let's, right, let's, uh, <laughs> let's turn this off. <laughs> uh, I, I was just like, "Yeah, let's let's turn the TV off, big dog." Um, kind of just ruined the segment. I felt like it was not his involvement was not good, and it was poorly timed. Um, but what is it? Swerve and Billy Gunn are going to have a match. And uh, what is it next week? And I was just like, dog, what year are we in? Yo, Billy Gunn, like double the size. Yo, Billy Gunn, mad big. Like, I, like you know, yeah, I really did, fucking I, huge. I didn't know. I really didn't notice it all those years in WWE. This just shows how big everybody was in WWE back then. Like when he mm-hmm. came to AEW, he was t- 
they gave him the big man battle royale spot. Could you imagine him being having the that's the big show spot? You don't give that to Billy Gunn. I don't know. I just thought it was funny. Yeah, when I saw but it. in AEW, do he about to <laughs> yeah. make uh Swerve look like a goddamn twink in that bit, bro? I cannot, hey. I cannot, I cannot wait to see the way this match goes. <laughs> um, I would hope Swerve wins though, because that wouldn't make sense for Billy Gunn to win that. Nah, match. fuck him. Uh, <laughs> next, we got. El Sex Gods versus uh, Danielson and Garcia. And when I realized that it's already 10 o'clock and we have 15 more minutes of the show, <laughs> I said, ain't no fuck. I said, ain't no fucking way. Uh. No, I I can't say that I paid attention much to this match. Uh, I looked at my screen one time. I was trying to set it up on the PS5 and then uh, I like looked away. But I saw Danielson take a really nasty table spot, table to even break as normal. Yeah, that shit looked painful. Oh. And then when I saw it was just Garcia and Guevara in there, I was just like, dog, you got two of the blandest niggas going crazy right now. Oh, no. Sammy was getting heat. I'll tell you one thing. Um, mm-hmm. The moment he oh, yeah, came out, I hate him. Uh, the moment he came out, it was a fuck you, Sammy chant off rip. Um, you getting booed like, you know, like you're watching an NBA game and like like when Kyrie goes to Boston and when every time he gets the ball, they just boo the shit out of him. That's pretty that was like what kind of what Sammy was getting for most of the match. Mm-hmm. Um man, uh yeah, this match was uh interesting. Uh, it was fine, I guess. Everybody kind of got their shit in. Sammy did a lot of moves of like a lot of flips and shit, and trying to it's funny because people were like. People wanted to react to Sammy's moves, but also they were like, you still suck. Like, after, I thought that was pretty funny. Um, Mark-ass like, chant. Uh, who did they, I remember it was the ECW show. They did it to somebody, too. And I thought, like, one of the one-night stands. They did that to somebody, too. I think it was, like, busting out these wild moves. They're like, you still suck. Fuck you. I think it was, like, Rey Mysterio or something. I don't remember. But um, um, what am I talking about? Oh, but so, yeah. So, yeah, the match kind of finishes in the – this has to be a troll. From um, Tony, I'm sorry. This has to be. It's only they had uh, Sammy Guevara go over Daniel Garcia to win the match. Ma- ma- maximum heat. <laughs> Max heat. This that's uh, this is that's uh, that Bubba Ray Dudley. This is Bubba Ray Dudley booking. Um, get the most <laughs> possible, even if it doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, um, he didn't win clean. Obviously, there was a weird spot where like. Jericho hit um, Daniel Garcia with the belt in front of the ref, and they tried to pretend like the ref didn't see it when clearly it was right in front of the ref. <laughs> like, like the <laughs> ref is inspecting, like yeah. she's looking at right. him to make sure that Sammy Guevara is not like dog. AEW <laughs> referees, bro. Hate Aubrey. Hey man, if you blind, you could get that job, bro. <laughs> but um. Yeah, that that was the match. Um, the post match was um, Danny Garcia looking like a sad puppy dog, while and then of course Jericho looking like a disappointed father. They had to beat his son. It's gonna hurt me more. It's gonna hurt you. Is what he said. If we didn't Gar- say that, Gar- he should, he should that. Garcia always that? looks like this. Uh, no, um, <laughs> Daniel Garcia always looks like a sad puppy dog, bro. And I think that's crazy. <laughs> This man doesn't like look intimidating at fucking all. Um, yeah, whatever. I thought the match was uh, with Jericho or like Elza's got terrible name for a team uh, going over. I thought that this mm, kind of a poor main event. Um, 
just kind of just thought it was whatever. Um, quick hits, man. We got Darby Allen versus Jay Lethal. And I would say, oh man, who cares? This was a very um another one of those matches where just no real heat. It's kind of a matchup just kind of out of nowhere. I don't think there's really any storyline to this that I missed. I must have missed something on Rampage or something. But um, yeah, it was a match that happened, and then for some reason, then there was a sign of respect. And, and then um, Jay Lethal initially was like, I don't want my boys out here. I got this by myself. And then they came out anyway, and he was like, yo, what break, the fuck y'all doing out here? And then A breakup angle for a faction that we literally do not care about in the damn slightest is crazy. But um, whatever, they you got to break them up somehow. <laughs> they like, broke them up. So I guess Jay Lethal's a face what, now. But what the fuck is Sanjay Dutt going to do with a tall dude if Jay Lethal's not there? Like, what, what are you planning on doing with this nigga, period? I don't know. He hasn't wrestled a lot. I don't think he wrestled in a minute. Um, Satnam. Sanjay is not full-time, I don't believe so. I don't know what they're really going to do. I guess it's going to be like Sanjay and Satnam versus Lethal and Darby. I don't know what that does for Sting. Unless Sting's taking some time off. Uh, I believe Sting is going to be doing the stuff in Japan with Muda, right? Oh, that what that is? Yeah, he's doing like his last match or something. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah, a little he's probably tour. Gonna be on the... Yeah, I'm a little cool. tour, a little promotional tour. Cute. That's cool. That's cool. Um, women's trios match. Um, it starts out with Britt Baker saying that Paige is not cleared, and I was just like, which, which, which told me that she's cleared. Once she said that, I was like, yeah, she might be cleared then. Yeah, I was just like, that's weird. Um, and then the women come out, and I thought it's a pretty good match. I thought it was a pretty decent match. Can't say I watched it really. It was just <laughs> on my. It was on my screen. Uh, I I can't say that I remember any spots from this. Uh, I would say what is it? Because em- Ember Moon starts the match, right? I don't even remember. Couldn't even tell uh, you started it. I'll tell you right now. I don't know who she tagged to after that. <laughs> That's how much of the match um, I did not watch. I know this, but there's a pretty fun spot. Um, Willow looked really good out there. And they gave her the win, which I believe is her first TV win. I'm not can, mistaken. Is Can she get the, the graphic? All elite graphic already? <laughs> because I am so tired of you niggas asking every week, is she signed? I definitely tweeted today. She's signed. <laughs> she must be if she got I the saw, win. Usually if you get the I win saw, on TV, that means you're signed. Um, so I'm that's good. And then... And then at the end, um, at the post-match little fight, um, Soraya actually got physical. So that assumes uh, – so at most, she can do a throw forearm. We don't – she had, had not taken a bump yet. So mm-hmm. we'll see. But I, I have to imagine they're, they're getting to the Britt Baker-Soraya match. It seems like that's kind of the, the – I kind the of uh, – And Tony Storm's still would, on the side. She's kind of just chilling. I would have made – Soraya getting more physical or getting physical, period, more of a moment. But this is AEW Dynamite. They'll not make. I guess those. it was a moment. So, I don't think they. I don't think they wanted to stretch it out for too long. What the? Can she even go? What's the point? I think I understand why they got it out the way. Well, wh- why would you have Britt Baker even say that? But also, I what what's, what sounds better? She gets physical tonight with some random motherfucker in this match. Or, you know, Britt Baker comes out, she's having a promo, uh, Soraya comes out and actually hits her. Like, why would, like, have her just beat on Britt Baker? 
That would have got a huge pop. Cyrus, we only got we only got fifteen minutes of women's time on the show. We gotta get we gotta get as much as we can out of out of these. You, hey, you you use <laughs> another fifteen. You use that fifteen minutes when you're going head to head with NXT. We're well, gonna see about to that. Have, that can be interesting. To to uh, <laughs> amen. Suddenly, I don't have any time to watch Dynamite. We're gonna we have to watch it. <laughs> We're gonna see about that. Um Rush and Hangman Page have a match. Uh I cannot say I care about Rush at all. Um or the Andrade uh group. Apparently the storyline now is um private party is quietly quitting. They're quiet quitting. <laughs> Who gives a shit? Why, why aren't you helping a why aren't you helping Andrade or Roosh cheat in matches? Nigga, you just told them that they ain't worth shit like last week. Why the fuck would they help you? Um yeah. this yeah, match was, whatever. It, this match was fine. It was it, it was what it was. More importantly, it's probably the post-match angle with uh yeah. John Moxley coming out. And he has, you know, he had some words, general kind like of Moxie words. That promo had a thousand words. Uh, in it, that boy said, "Hey man, watch your fucking mouth." <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like, "Yeah, that's real." Um, <laughs> yeah, my uh, what is it? I sometimes I do see the appeal of Moxley, but he is not this guy one hundred percent of the time. You know, I like this promo often, from this week. I fuck with this promo. Yeah, this right. Week. No, this I promo did. was fine. Um, even though it. It is a pseudo work shoot, but I do like him telling Hangman Pace to shut the fuck up. You talk too much. Yeah. See, if, if they're um, gonna do work shoots, I don't mind this kind of stuff. This stuff is not bad. It's the Twitter stuff. I don't know. I don't I don't need that. Yeah, let, the, let, the, let, the, the disgruntled employee stuff. I'm not being booked. I don't care what you know what I mean. Why do I care? Yeah, I, I don't. Um, especially because the niggas are not getting booked their ass or they don't have any good stories anyway. Um, but now if truly, if Moxley could be this character all the time, I kind of like him a little bit more. I, I was still kind of be soured on the in-ring, uh, stuff, but eh, whatever. Win some, you lose some, uh, this final segment here, dog, I don't give a shit. Um, <laughs> Luchasaurus squashes, uh, Fuego del Sol, Jungle Boy comes out, uh, says some stuff. Um, you broke my heart. I was just like, dog, pull your pants up. And then uh, Christian says some shit. And then they're going to be, uh, him and Luchasaurus are going to have a match like next week. I'm not even sure when it was announced. Also, there's going to be a battle with the belt soon. What the fuck? They just did one. They do one every quarter, don't they? Am I bugging? I feel like, shit. I feel like they just did one. Let's look up. Let me open the spreadsheet. And I can tell you when they did one. It wasn't that long ago. You're right. It probably was like two months ago. Yeah, like, why are they doing it again? Save that shit for, like, November or some shit. Throw that shit on for the holidays so niggas got something to watch. Winter is coming in the holidays. Mm, I guess. Battle of the belts. That's it for AEW. You got anything else you want to talk about? That's all I got. Oh, no. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I spaced out. Um, no, nah, I don't got anything else. I thought this episode was probably, like, a 6.5. Um 
Nah, I'll give it a seven point. I'll give it a seven point five. Yeah, I really, I was, I really I, did I, like the. It was a fine. I like the acclaim segment. I really did. Um, I had no real complaints about this besides uh, maybe the, the Jungle Boy Luchasaurus stuff. Also, Willow's. No, we didn't it. get. Into, we didn't get into Willow's terrible promo, but it's fine. Because <laughs> it's going to be happening on Battle of the Belts and on your show. Yeah. Uh, you beat yeah, me two times. Can you beat me three times? <laughs> yeah, girl. No. <laughs> Sound oh, like, yeah, again. It was just like you're 38. Uh, what is it? You're 37, and oh, maybe if we had a match again, <laughs> you'd be 37 and one. And one, maybe. <laughs> maybe I don't I know. Like, All right, man. Who the fuck? Like, get a writer in here, bro. What happened to you? Beat me, but I get back up. You know, some shit like that. Or you beat me twice, but I'm still standing. Yeah, give me some, give me uh, some some sound of confidence in your voice. Give me a little bass in your voice. Give give me some fire in that shit. Sound determined. God damn. (laughs) Sound like a fucking loser on that promo. (laughs) Um, Willow still got my heart, though. So sorry. That's fine. Uh, NXT. NXT. Let's get through this. Now, NXT. This episode, I don't know. Yeah, it wasn't this for me, episode, man. I don't know. Uh, this, this episode, <laughs> it was a show that uh, happened. This is a uh, this is a season premiere. I don't think yeah. they really fired off on all cylinders on this, At all. but you know, um, same as AEW for like this episode where they just kind of didn't like go crazy with the shit. They might be saving up or you know really loading up the clip for. That head, that head, 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 probably. Yeah. Um. Uh, but, um. We have the. You called it uh, addresses the public, but um. What, what was it, it called? It feels Did like a name? state of. Uh, no, I don't know what it was in called. Union, but it was like state a state of the union, address from uh pretty deadly here they came out in really funny costumes and they just started talking shit about people um and then uh for the main event we get the the brawling brutes come out and they were just like hey man you said some shit about Seamus we don't like that and I was like god damn I mean it's like that bro <laughs> watch what y'all say about Seamus on Twitter man also, that might be um, the most I've ever heard Rich, Rich Holland talk in my life. I don't think I've ever heard him cut a promo for longer than like and you five know words. What? <laughs> NXT is the perfect place for that. <laughs> yeah. Um, they had a nice backstage segment, too, with uh, Brooks and Jensen and An- oh, yeah. uh, Malik and Anofe. Um, I, thought, I thought it was really good stuff. I thought their involvement on the show was really cool. And yeah. I like that they had, a, uh, they had a backstage segment that, like, wove, uh, that wove in you know, actual, uh, NXT 2.0, uh, you know, 2.0 folks and yeah. kind of gave them a little confident booster to like go out there and do the damn thing. Little rub. Um, little main roster rub. Yeah. A little, 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 little rubby rub. Um, the main event was really cool. The only thing was, is soon as somebody tweeted or somebody said in the discord is Imperium going to interfere. I said, oh fuck, that's exactly what's going to happen. And they fucked it up. That's the worst part. They messed up. The, they messed up the finish. Cause like Ridge, oh, like cause like cause like Ridge looked over at the entrance, but like I don't think Imperium had came out yet. So like he just turned his mm-hmm. head for no reason when they were doing like what some mm-hmm. I think like submission. He like, turned his head for no reason, and then Imperium came out. Like, I think like I had like a whole like thirty second, not thirty seconds, like it was, like five seconds later, 
and it kind of it kind of killed it for me. But um, mm-hmm. besides that, the match was good. But yeah, um, Imperium coming out, we should we should have saw that coming. I don't know why we didn't think yeah, about that. I, I, yeah, happening. I don't know. I didn't. I thought they were just gonna have a match, and then you know, probably I, I just thought Pretty Deadly would probably like win through like shenanigans or some bullshit anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I thought once somebody, anyway. when somebody was just like, "Oh, is Imperium gonna come out?" I was just like, "Oh yeah, Triple H is booking this," and then I kind of just like tuned out. Honestly, <laughs> I'm not. I'm, um, I'm not gonna lie. Are you looking forward to Sheamus versus Gunther two on Friday, and then the um, the Donny Hell yeah, the Donny Brooks. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I, f- I feel like uh, I feel like the match on SmackDown is probably gonna also end in a brawl anyway. Me too. I don't kinda, think they're gonna uh, finish doing like, that. You know, they kind of give us a preview of like the match has you know something to look forward on the pay per view. So they're gonna do give us think, a little preview. Do you think they get the real match at like Saudi or something like that? Uh, I don't know. I'm not gonna think that far ahead. <laughs> I mean, not that far uh, ahead. I don't know. I mean, they can extend that feud that long. I guess. Um, um, maybe they could run another uh little six man uh, or uh eight man or whatever joint. Um, we'll see. Eight man, eight man. We getting out. We getting Alexander Wolf back. What are you doing? <laughs> What's Alexander uh, Wolf doing? Shit. Who knows? Uh, yeah. I thought I thought the match was cool, but I kind of like tuned out once I kind of just predicted the finish. Um, once again. Alba Fire is attacking Toxic Attraction at the parking lot. And I was just like, motherfucker, we already did this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, man. Come on now. It, you you did it. all this assaulting in the parking lot, kidnapping, and you still lost to Mandy. And you're going to do this shit again? I think you need a bigger game plan. Put a bomb <laughs> in that shit. <laughs> well, Mandy got away in the getaway cars. I guess she just wasn't coming to work that night. Um, so it, the, main, <laughs> the, the the match got changed from a six-woman tag match to um, just a, a, a number one contenders tag team match. No real explanation mm-hmm. why Mandy wasn't on the show. We still don't, Nothing really has been explained why the card was changed. But we got uh, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark versus Toxic Attraction. Um how many how many chances Toxic Attraction are gonna get to get these tag championships? I don't know because I feel like they just had they were just in a Mark contenders match like a month ago, but it's fine. Yeah, uh, I feel, <laughs> like did, did did they not beat Nikki uh beat Nikki Ash and uh Dewdrop? They did, and they were in like that fatal four way. No, they lo- they lost. That was Nikki's first win. Oh okay. Uh, that's why I was just like, oh, why are y'all having a uh, didn't y'all beat the main roster chicks to get this? Uh, why are but, they not um, on? Why are they not on SmackDown? That's my question. What are we doing? Get these girls off the show. Oh my god, Mandy. Uh, I'm not. I'm cool even Mandy staying, but get these two girls, JC and Gigi, go. Yeah, you can leave. I I I, I feel like they need like they could be on NXT, but maybe let's feature them a little bit less and get them on SmackDown a little bit more. Yeah, because they like they like they're like on SmackDown once a month, but then they're like. Just move them up. What are we waiting for? I don't. I don't understand it. Doesn't. I don't. Yeah. Um. I'll say that this match is a okay. Um. What is it? The KC squared, um, promo or video package prior to this match had me almost turn my fucking TV off. You know the tender Uh, moments. Yeah, that's a real friendship right there. I was just like, hey man. Y'all forgot that y'all too. Y'all got the bells, but y'all still some losers, yeah. <laughs> y'all, y'all still, y'all still kind of some cheeks, man. Um, Nikita Lyons and Zoe Stark win this match. They don't really feel like a tag team. 
uh, they just feel like two entities or whatever. I definitely yeah. think, but like that might be the case. But I feel nothing towards uh, Casey Square. So if these two were to win for the development of Nikita Lions, like sure, I know there's a lot. There's a lot of people in our Discord are just like. Well, Casey Square is our is the only official tag team on NXT, so they should keep the titles forever. And I was just like, I don't give a shit. They don't even have a tag team name. They damn sure they've been together for like five years, have no name. <laughs> I don't give a shit. Like, I truly I don't think that point is as important as you think it is. <laughs> They're the only step. Who cares? Because development on the developmental show comes first and none of these and these two bitches not developing i think i think caden's improved a lot well uh i'll actually like retract that statement and say like if if them losing those tag team titles to somebody else for someone else's development yeah (laughs) fuck some well, they're not, you know, fuck semantics. Holy shit. <laughs> um, we get a terrible segment with oh, uh, God. on the Grayson Waller effect. <laughs> Yo, Kate, oh, the- Grayson Waller brought this shit down, but I also don't think Cora Jaded uh, and Roxanne brought anything to this either. Yeah, it was a mess. They were Is that, just- that's fair. I know they were supposed to be talking all over each other. It's supposed to be the, the object was no, that like Grayson Waller poster was supposed to be like he can't control his own show. But this was just like it just sat it it, it just wasn't good. It dragged. Yeah. I felt like whenever they were talking over each other, I was just like, shut the fuck up so we could like keep the segment moving. Um and I don't feel like when what they were saying to when they were cut, cutting each other off wasn't like real shit anyway. It's just like well, you're stinky, you know, type shit like that. And I was like, can you, I understand they're both really young, but it's not like, like a high school girl argument, like over like, fucking, yeah, like, like this, this is childish over Facebook or some shit back in the day or like MySpace when I was in high school. Yeah. I, I, I feel like at, at one point, one of these girls <laughs> were going to say as if, yeah, you know? <laughs> I will say there was a, when they brought the spin the wheel thing and then um, Grayson Waller looked at the dude, looked at the dude's sleeve to see if it, if it was Apollo. That was funny. That I, actually I, was just, me laugh. I, I, I was just like, hey, man, un- unintentionally got racial. <laughs> <laughs> that that was pretty funny. I ain't gonna lie. When he pulled the arm. He saw it was a white guy. Like, OK, we're good. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Um, but then Apollo Crews actually came out and then like dragged him under the ring. And then Grayson came out with the red eye, with the red eye. <laughs> Hey man, I I don't know what I don't know what Apollo Crew Apollo Crew dragged him in there and farted in his face, and then <laughs> the boy came out with a two pink eye, bro. Um, <laughs> I thought stop. that was crazy, but I I do yeah. This feud is terrible. Um, oh, NXT has a lot of terrible feuds going on right now. Oh my god, uh, cat. Um, but I will say that I really do like that we spun the wheel already. So we don't have to come on this podcast and be like, oh, what do you think it's going to be? Like, I didn't even it, think we did it. I forgot all about spinning the wheel, make the deal. I'll be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, it was it. a lot funnier when, uh, you know, Johnny did the whole thing uh, or when, you know, uh, Shotzi did the whole thing. But um, we get a weapons wild match, which to me just sounds like street fight. Yeah, street fight. 
And then uh, there was a pick theme. your poison. Uh, there was a pick your poison thing. Um, between Cora Jade and uh, and Roxanne. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that's about. But they said any. They said spe- anybody on the roster. They said anybody. So it could be. I'm assuming that means main roster as well. So it could be. A yeah, I. I see a lot of people just speculating, a lot of main roster folks uh, speculating their faves and stuff like that. I'm, I don't want to take any guesses, honestly. I'm really tired of guessing, man. <laughs> uh, I'm my, my guesses are going to be Shotzi. I think Shotzi comes in and maybe that like would a, be a bad pick, honestly. Yeah, a Halloween. Uh, well, it won't be a Halloween, but um, maybe like a uh, Shotzi. Shotzi for who? Whoever for um she's a face now, so I guess for uh, Cora. Okay. That match could be a mess. I ain't gonna hold you. you. That match might be a mess. <laughs> you ain't think about it much. You booked it, brother. I just get. I'm just guessing. Um, move rest of Cora. I don't know. Maybe like Bailey or something. If she wants to do it, she'd be willing to do it. Yeah, I, I see. But she can't. But she speculate. can't. But she can't lose though. If it's Bailey, Bailey can't take the L. I mean, shit. Roxanne shouldn't win anyway. She lost. She you're lost right, to Mako right. just like too long ago. So fuck this it. Is true. I don't give a shit. Um, I'm just saying that a lot. But um, maybe I, I I'm I'm gonna try to keep it. Uh, let's have Mako return and put the beats on Cora. Honestly, that might, like Roxanne, that Roxanne, Roxanne as a face. I feel like sticking Mako on uh, Cora Jade might be like too devious. <laughs> no, I don't even think that deep because, like, would, I mean, Mako would that be too got, devious of a face to do? Yeah, because Mako got beef in uh, Mako got beef with Cora Loki. She's an honorable woman. She ain't like what she did. <laughs> okay, you know I mean, yeah, uh, I can see that. So, I, you know, I could see that being Mako. Yeah, actually, you're right. I, I didn't think about that. Is, is she still? Uh, is, we know where she is. She's still in the states, or is she back in she Japan? Probably. I I don't follow her on Instagram. Uh, does she have Instagram? Ma- does Mako have Instagram? Ma- ma- Mako's too good of a woman to be on my uh on my tia. <laughs> too yeah, wholesome. She, 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 she can't she can't be in there with the filth, you feel me? Nasty. Um <laughs> so uh okay, I'm gonna go with Mako Satamora for Cora Jade and then for Roxanne. Um Cora Jade seems to have stuff uh have kind of like something going on with Last Legend. So I'm gonna go with Last Legend. And if not Last Legend. Uh, I had the good idea while we were just talking about Mako. Uh, let's have Blair Davenport versus Roxanne. Oh, she's not doing anything. That's true. Yeah, shit. A lot of the UK women aren't doing anything. <laughs> I'm, ass- I'm assuming they're. N- I'm assuming they're not there. They must uh, have went back home. I don't know when they're set to debut, but shit, they sure as hell sent Gallus ass home. Thank God. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Them niggas, them, get, niggas get, them niggas are sticking it up. Nah, don't do, boys on top. don't do that. That I like the little barroom brawl they had last week. Don't do that. I did it. Um, don't do that. So yeah, I think that'd be cool. I think that'd be interesting. Um, we got the uh, we got the Cree Bros segment of the show. Um, can't even talk about the Duke Hudson portion, honestly. But um, yeah, boy, guys, as what? Well, yeah, I would go. I would yeah. go grab some water real quick. I turned around and that was over. Oh, a damn. <laughs> that boy talk. That boy talk shit. Guy hit as normal. But um, poor Duke Hudson. You remember? I know. I know. I was possibly the only nigga that was thinking this when uh Brutus was beating uh Duke's ass for like no reason. <laughs> but 
you uh well i guess we're talking shit but um you remember <laughs> brace yourselves people you remember that DeCrossi storyline where skinner had to get his testicles removed so <laughs> he kept fighting niggas you know to have like to like feel like a man again yeah. i felt like that's what brutus was doing like this thing got his ass whooped like a bit. He was just like, nah, I gotta get my man hooked back. And he just started beating the fuck out of beating the fuck out of Duke Hudson. <laughs> real toxic masculinity. <laughs> yeah, real toxic masculinity hours, bro. Being the being the fuck on that man like that. Yeah. Um, and then Damian Kemp. I know a lot of people like to knock on this nigga's voice a lot. But I think he can't control that, man. I think the type of heel that he plays where he just, I think it works. He might not have that deep voice, but he sounds like an asshole. <laughs> I can't talk. I don't have so, a deep voice, so I can't talk shit. Um, uh, I think it uh, works for the type of heel that he is. I forgot who tweeted. Someone said he talks like Carlton. And that's all I can think of. <laughs> that's all I can think of. He talks like evil rich kid. He probably talks like Carlton on that new uh, uh, on new Bel Carlton? Air. Have you watched that? It's pretty, it's pretty good. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed that first season. Um, no, you should watch it. Actually, it was pretty good. I really did like it. It was way better than I thought it was going to be. I'm, um, I'm, I'm not really a TV person. I, I, if they had a video game, I'll probably play it. A Bel Air video game. <laughs> what the fuck is a Bel Air video game? I want to go to bed, man. Let's get this over. What are we doing? <laughs> But uh, before before we get into these quick hits, man, um, <laughs> Bella video game's crazy. <laughs> well, um, Julius years, is gonna be fighting for his brother's job. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? So, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? Is Brutus taking time off? He must be taking time off or something. Why is the stipulation happening? I think uh, I think that's crazy that he's just like nah, right? Shit. <laughs> Put my job on the line. You got this. Like what? <laughs> I'm gonna be my brother keeper. Huh. <laughs> I'm gonna defend that shit. Yeah, fuck it. <laughs> I, Brutus I don't, hope you I hurt. Know, oh yeah, you don't see how his a, fucking shoulders fucking yeah, turn into so, grimace. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Could you a bruise? Oh, yeah. So I'm assuming you get to take some time off. But yeah, um, but um, yeah, that's gonna be happening uh, at Halloween. Be a fun match and. Um, before we move on to these quick hits, I know I'd probably smoke any other uh, white person for doing it, but whatever Julius just turns into one of the Usos, bro, that should be killing me, bro. <laughs> Julius is definitely um, <laughs> he he one of the crazy white boys you want on your team. You want you want him on your side. He really, you know he, hey, you know he, he real spitter, man. He real spitter on that fucking fight, man. I, I don't I don't know your life experience, but from my life experience, he's one of them white boys that like. He got some loyalty. He yeah, he's loyal to you to the end. Like he'll ride with you forever, no matter what. Like, he down to ride. He cool ass dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> he just he just he a wild nigga. Like he'll he'll do some wild shit. If, if you know what I mean? But he cool. He cool. As long as you want his good side, you good with him. Y'all straight for life. You know what I mean? You see him out at the bar. He'll buy you a drink. He's like, yo, we about to take this mm-hmm. shot. Come over here. He, he's that guy. I respect that. I think it's why I like him so much. I, <laughs> I know I know that guy. You know what I mean? He seems more human than all these fucking indie nerds that are acting. Uh, quick hits. Uh, we got Oro versus Carmelo Hayes, and I thought this was a good match, but the only thing that really bothered me was 
Damn, nigga, you got a cheat to be oral too? Really? Did you cheat to be oral? Yes. You know, I the mean, trick the trick uh trick Williams interference. I was just like, come on, you two-time North American champion. You got to cheat to beat the new nigga? To be fair to Oro, well, the record, he is 9-4 on TV this week. He, he's won, no, he, he won no, way more that. than he lost this year. Just throw it fuck out there. That. Just saying. Fuck that. You got to cheat to beat the new nigga, man. The fuck are we protecting Oro for? He's not new. He's going to be in a ladder match. <laughs> he's not new. This match was a match that happened. Um, this is definitely mm-hmm. one of the matches where there were no, I mean, there's no real stakes. It was just a match. Yeah. Um, um, if I'm gonna if I'm give AW shit for it, I'm gonna give NXT shit for it too. It's just a match that happened. I yeah. Uh, it, 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 it's just one of those things that they book when niggas are just waiting around to be part of a ladder yeah. match. Like, you, <laughs> Pretty you, know, much. you go, you go, you go forge a little chemistry before you get in there, uh, which it makes a little more sense, but. Uh, Whatever, but I guess yeah, the if, if there, really was, a, if there was a purpose to a, the match, it was the means to have Carmelo Hayes on commentary for the next match, which was Andre Chase versus Von Wagner. And yeah, you know, I'm kind of mad he's not gonna be in it, dog. You know, I'm, you know, I'm a Von a Von Stan, but I think they made the wrong choice. I think Andre Chase should have been in the ladder match. Um, oh, absolutely. I understand. I understand they like to have the big guy in the multi man ladder matches. They like to have a big guy in there. I get it, but I think I would like honestly. Match I feel Von. like. Uh, I feel like Von Wagner probably should have beaten, or he probably should have been booked against um, Frazier instead, and then beat him to get into this. Oh, no, I, want I don't really. I, I want Frazier in there. I don't think I like. I like Frazier, but I don't think he's gonna bring anything new, or like he he's not gonna bring. Stupid. But he, I like you know that we kind of you know you have to have sort of diversity in this, but like or like wrestling diversity. So, like, I don't think that Frazier can do anything that Wesley can't do, that Oro can't do, that Carmelo Hayes can't do, you know? That's fair. That's fair. So, I think, like, you know, Andre Chase not really being a high flyer type dude could do something different in this ladder match besides having, you know, what is it? They about to have four flippy niggas in Von Wagner. Yeah. You feel me? And then also, I think it's kind of, uh, what is it? Who is he facing for his opportunity? Nathan Frazier? Yeah. Axiom. They're doing the last match. Oh, okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. I, do- I thought they weren't doing that, so I yeah. was going to complain about that. I was like, no, why they, is it they, the third they, spot? They, okay. they did a promo for that. Um, also, Axiom yeah. and a turtleneck. <laughs> I don't know why it's so funny to me. <laughs> What, what I don't kill, know why, why. What kills me about that turtleneck <laughs> is that the turtleneck is not black. It was like a dark gray, and I was just like, yeah. "Why did you get a turtleneck that matched the mask?" <laughs> nah, because they would have like. It, I think it would look weird if it was all black. I don't know. This just I don't know why a masked wrestler in a turtleneck. It, you know, there might someone pointed out it's like um Vision or uh, Wanda Vision when he had the turtleneck on, and then they, they meet him <laughs> to death with the chain with the chain and stuff. That's a uh, that would have looked like. Uh, I don't know Turn why. It's when he popped up on the screen with that thick ass turtleneck, <laughs> it just made me laugh really hard. Um, be called this fucking NPC. Uh, wait, so. before we move on, uh, the Andre Chase and Von Wagner, I really liked the match, and I just wanted to say that I'm really disappointed that the WWE shot uh, Andre Chase, you know, Chase U sweaters aren't the same as the one that Andre Chase like wrestled in, like. Um, 
if you if if y'all the high quality fabrics like like Andre Chase. If if for Christmas, I'ma need the knitted, the knitwear Andre uh, the Chase University shit on it. I'ma pay the eighty, bro. I don't give a fuck. That shit hard. Hey, I'm um, on the baby shop. I'll probably right settle now. for a t- I'll probably settle for a T, but I need the I need the knitted sweater, bruh. Or like I'm a cardigan. The, I'm on the uh the baby shop right now. It's Kane's 25th anniversary. Some of these Kane tees are kind of hard. <laughs> you got a couple hard tees in this little collection here. Yeah. That Kane belt is trash though. That's just terrible. That's just ugly as fuck. What you want to sit the pizza shit? Like where it's closed. <laughs> yeah. Um Veer returns. And I didn't realize Sangle was so fucking big, bro. <laughs> How big is Veer? Veer's pretty tall, ain't he? No, he's like, what, six? Sangle's taller than a nigga Yeezy? Yeah, Sangle's a big boy. I, dog, when Sangle was just like, hey, and then he looked down at a nigga, I said, damn. All right, Veer, according to Google, Veer is 6'4". Let's see what Sangle is. Sangle is 6'8". He's 6'8"? <laughs> this is like this is um this is uh Josh Briggs all over again. <laughs> Why do you think it's so tall? <laughs> Dude is fight dog when he because you know you know just you know what it I was seen that smack or raw you know niggas pretty you know big what but what you know what it was he was standing next to Shanky that's why we didn't realize how tall he was oh uh, yeah <laughs> he he was with Shanky right or my buddy yeah he was with Shanky and Gender no oh yeah he was with Shanky dear okay you're right because Shanky about seven foot for no reason too. They do it out in India, broke man. Broke them off and then did nothing. Nah, they if they come back together, I think that'd be hard. You know, we got to start prepping I, for the. I, I we gotta just start pre- uh, prepping for the Dusty Cup next year. You you already know what my complaint is going to be. As long as they're not boring foreign heels, that's fine. I don't want them to I revert mean, back to. Hey, you know I mean, Sanga is the progression character. we're looking for. Yeah, Sanga had the character. You know what I mean? Veer, they kind of yeah. had him stuck in a weird spot. Let's not revert to, to the Veer stuff, please. Let's let's get Veer. To, let's let's move please. Veer more towards Sanga than Sanga more toward Veer, please. That's all I'm asking. Hey, will Veer get his ass pushed to NXT? I definitely think we're gonna get the more Sanga uh, approach here. I like Sanga. Like you know, he is. A, I do too. I like Sanga too. He, I tr- I truly feel like he's probably one of the best background ca- characters going on on 2.0 right now. Like, I don't think any of his segments really hurt the show. Um, Shit, I think all I think all his improvement, uh, all his segments where he talks to like other wrestlers, I think it really improves the show. Like he interacts with fucking everybody. Everybody likes him. Everybody fuck with him. You know the guy. Yeah, you know, right. Like, like that's the other. That's the other guy at the bar. You see everybody just fuck with. Him. Oh, that's my guy over here, man. Like that's my that, boy. That, that's my like, boy uh, that's so fucking weird. Like I don't think I don't think there's many people on any show that like everybody just fucks with. Yeah. Except like heels, I guess, or like everybody he interacts with, they all just love him. I think maybe Riddle. And then he has like. Besides, uh, yeah. leave the baby faces. Every single everybody fucks a riddle on the show. Yeah, um, and then also I just feel like uh, I don't know. I, I think like uh, I think Sanga segments are cool. No more of that. Um, we get Zion Quinn versus Hank Walker, Shawn Michaels. <laughs> I'm about to text you a parking lot. Meet me there. Uh-oh. We gotta talk, bro. We I'm, I'm uh, what is it? You know when McNulty will always meet the nigga at the FBI and then they'll just like park side by side. Like yeah, this. park by side the window. Yeah, that, that's how I'm about to talk <laughs> we, to we the nigga. Bro. Chat. Yeah, bro. I'm about, I'm about to have the gun at the side of the shit, bro. Say the wrong <laughs> shit. I'm about to let this shit <laughs> off, bro. 
This shit is crazy. Why the fuck would you book this? <laughs> also, why Hank Walker ain't got no gear, man? Come on now. We know he's a trained wrestler. We we are we yeah, at this point. That. Like get this. he has gear. <laughs> Let me hit some yeah, gear. he's probably on, unlocked bro. gear at this point. <laughs> I ain't gonna lie, bro. I was watching this when Hank Walker took off that button up and I saw the jiggles, <laughs> bro. I said, Yeah, the real this man. This is the every this is the everyday man, bro. I know a construction worker, a construction worker looking at Hank Walker being like, yes, this is what I like to see. He could get over too. He could get over. I see. I already see it. I see the vision. He could get over. So this is the everyday man. Him and him and him and Quincy. I don't know what they're gonna do with that, but they're they're gonna get over. Quincy's already progressive everyday man. Yeah. (laughs) Hey man, Hank Walker being it's a real uh, odd couple. This nigga Dilbert, bro. Yo, I'm gonna give I'm gonna give it three weeks for you dancing. He told you he gonna do the running man. He definitely did the running man and the cabbage patch. No, it's cool. It's fine. And you know what? Shit, 2.0 can have characters like that. Fuck it. Um, next we get the dyad. Uh, we get the dyad. JC. Uh, they jump Grimes and there's somebody in the uh in a red hoodie. Yo, straight up. I know I said this a lot on this show, but boy, I do not give a fuck about this. Sure don't. No, I'm with you on that. No, and that's all I'm gonna say on this. I'm not even. I'm not speculating who's in that red, bro. This feud needs to end. That is the only thing I'm gonna say about this feud. It what needs to end. The white rabbit. The white rabbit. No, it needs to end. Who's the white rabbit? Go right now before before the pay per view before before Extreme Rules. Who is the white rabbit? What's going on? What's gonna happen at Extreme Rules? The white rabbit. Uh oh. Somebody didn't come to the mind quick enough when I lead it to the mic. <laughs> um, the White Rabbit. It's Nash Carter. There you go. <laughs> Could you imagine Nash Carter? The Hitler mustache? All right, man, I'm done. I'm going to bed. Let's, 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 All right, yeah, this is going to Let's wrap this up. Let's wrap this up. All right. Uh, this was a fun recording, I'm not going to lie, despite not giving a shit about a lot of the stuff that happened on the show. But... Um, Hey, man, if you want to listen to us banter more like this early, um, subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash the A Show RNC. Um, we have something special coming up next week. Uh, look out, uh, look on your feed for that. Um, other Patreon benefits, uh, you know, you get our Patreon exclusive shows. You get the weekly shows early. Um, spot callers, uh, we're going to be doubling up this uh, this month because, shit, we really forgot, just fucking forgot. Um uh for september life is crazy um what else we got we got a youtube channel if you want to tap into that please uh tap in we got a charity um that'll be in the show notes uh for the uh the wrestle club in brooklyn um shout out to them kids man uh you've probably seen them a lot on social media getting a lot of love from all your favorite wrestlers and they'll be Um, in brooklyn too on uh, monday oh shit sick um so you know Show some love for the kids, man. I know y'all, uh, if you ever were, if you ever got some extra funds and, you know, you want to wonder what you want to spend it on, give it to the youth that have the same interests as you do. There's a lot of stuff going on in this community, but I think the kids uh, definitely comes before all this other work shoot garbage. Um, you can follow the A-Show Network on Twitter at the A-Show RNC. You can follow Quan at the Comeback Spot, and then you can follow me, Cyrus, on cyrus on twr on twitter everything is in the show notes in the description uh we for our patreon segment if you want to tap into that 
we asked the Patreon question about people's favorites and least favorite uh, Dynamite moments, uh, you know, for the Dynamite anniversary. And we are a lot more positive than you think. Um, saved all my smoke for the show, honestly, uh, for, the, <laughs> for the actual show that we watched. Um, but yeah, man, that's it. Um, that's it, man. Uh, thanks for everybody that supported. Uh, there was something weird that happened on Patreon early this week. I don't know what that was about. I hope it's resolved. Uh, and then, you know, you guys will get this episode. Uh, peace out.